1: Hello and welcome to Growing Up Female with me, Connie Simmons. This is the podcast where we chat about what it's really like to grow up female behind the shiny social media profile. I'll be chatting to a whole host of young, inspirational women about race, beauty standards, periods, body shaming, sex, relationships, social media, everything it means to grow up as a female today. Welcome back to Growing Up Female. So in this week's episode on body image, I wanted to talk about the fitness industry, an industry often blamed for causing negative body image when in fact those that work in that industry are striving to do the opposite. It's a confusing one, I know, but with so many workouts online through social media and this new focus on battling obesity from the government, I wanted to get a very good friend of mine, Laura Hoggins, to share her thoughts on this. She's a very well-known I'm very thought of fitness expert in London and pretty much everywhere I think now and she is the author of Lift Yourself and just an overall legend. So thank you Laura for coming back onto Grown Up Female for a second time.
2: Oh thank you so much. Right back at you. You are a, a genuine overall legend. <laughs> Thanks babe. Thank you. Um so yeah,
1: I mean, what do you think of that intro and the topics I want to focus on? Like do you think it rings true or
2: Yeah, absolutely. Just listening to you saying about, sort of just listening to how you were flowing into it. And the fitness industry, as you and I both know, is absolutely incredible. Like the amount of people that it can help in, you know, physically, mentally, it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, you know, they say fitness is the most under-prescribed, you know, medication. There's a lot of things that it can help in life. But yeah. at the same time, is it the root cause of a lot of reasons of why people feel unhappy in life or, or about yeah. themselves? And I think there are lots of people that you and I know that are doing it. For the right reasons. Mm. And I'd like to think that I wouldn't associate myself with people that don't have the same motivations as me. But fitness is also a commercial entity. Um, mm. And, you know, just like you and I, you know, would like to buy, you know, a new lipstick or something, that's also a commercial entity. And we have to sometimes ask ourselves why we're making the choices we're making. Why am I spending all this time in the gym? What am I trying to do in order to potentially fit society's, you know, standards of what I should be so it's hard isn't it as Mm. you know I often question myself the internal and external validation and and even in this industry I I sometimes catch myself doing things that I think why am I doing that
1: Mm. see I was gonna say I would never um I wanted I wanted you for this topic because I just feel like you could never be accused of causing someone negative body image you're like the absolute opposite you make me feel good about myself um, but do you feel like it's taken time and a lot of graft to get noticed in your di- industry because you might not be what was once the typical female fitness influencer?
2: Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I completely agree with that. Just just on the first point when you say, you know, I would never be accused mm. of making someone feel bad about themselves. You never know. And I want, I want to say... Yeah, sort of be, okay, be that's a good point. ...open and honest about this because, you know, as much as I have good intent... The, the, the messages that come across via social media depends not just on the sender of the message, but on the receiver and where that person is mm. at. So t- let's take mm. for example... Um, I once was when I was training for the marathon, which is something that I really wanted to do to kind of show, well, for myself as well, for my own reasons, to sort of I had unfinished finished business with it, but to show that you didn't have to have look a certain way to be a runner or run a marathon, whatever. And I would get up often very early and sort of come onto social. Oh, I've just done a run. Imagine if you felt bad about yourself and I was the first thing that you saw in the morning, oh, guys. I've just smashed a ten k. You wouldn't mm. feel that great about yourself, depending mm. on where you were in your head at that time. Now, mm. you, it could also be hugely inspiring, and you think, wow, if she's doing it, then I could do it. And that's the mm. intention of my message, but mm. I can't control where someone's at when they receive mm. that message. So potentially, mm. unintentionally, I could have caused someone to feel bad about themselves. So that that thing I wanted to just – that's something that I consider quite a lot. And I'm sure you do, that's- Connie. When, when you're posting – you know Mm. I I feel like I know you well enough that you're like how is this helping someone you know what am I trying Mm. how might someone perceive this because context is everything then so on your on your second question oh my goodness I have put myself through the mill trying to consider am I right for this fitness industry I knew I had the you know the the ability to be a good coach but did I look the part no I don't think I did um I remember, so obviously, for those of you that don't know, I actually spent 10 years in in a corporate uh, career before I worked in sales and marketing for um, two big blue chip uh, companies, Doing sort of consumer brands in the last five years of my career, I was at L'Oreal, which very much talks about, you know, body image and, and beauty mm. standards and transitioning from that into fitness. I was very aware of what I looked like and I was also very aware that I didn't look like the covers of any magazine or, you know. So I think I I found it at the start very hard and I wanted to try and sort of be a bit of a, a chameleon. I have very much thought, I was like, well, this is what I am. But if I could just be a bit like this, perhaps I could get, you know, it would attract people to then sort of come to me and then I can start to share my experience and educate. And then fortunately, I... I very quickly binned that off and was mm-hmm. like, do you know what? This will be exhausting if I tried to be anything other than I actually am. Mm. And, and in a way it's helped me because it's, it's natural to me and I represent a, a body image or a body that is slightly different. And, you know, I'm quite short. Um, my body fat percentage isn't worthy of a, of a bikini competition. I've got, high, <laughs> I've got a lot of uh, muscle mass You know, I I I find wearing denim a fucking nightmare. (laughs) You know what I mean. (laughs) I I just I I look a bit different, but there's women out there like me that go, well, she's still doing it. She's fit. She's Mm. active. She's relatively successful, and I can see myself like her. So that's why I'm so grateful. And I say to myself often, I'm not going to be for everyone, and everyone's not for me. But if I can try and help someone that can relate, then I've done a good job.
1: Yeah, I just love you. This is why I love you because it's true. And and I remember, like before becoming a mum, I was um I was you know included in this whole fitness influencer environment, and that's obviously how we met as well. Yeah. But uh, and I wasn't. I'm not a qualified PT or anything, but I was invited to all these fitness events to do these classes and everything. And I used to really get nervous and anxious because I used to be like. Every like top fitness influencer in London is at this event and they've invited me probably because my brother's Bradley, not because they want me there. This is this is what used to go through my head. How am I going to get through this class? Because they're all so fit. And I used to smash the class and I used to be one of the fittest ones. And yeah. it was because my I was a size 12 and I, you know, didn't look little with a six pack that I just it made it just knocked my confidence and made me not feel like I was meant to be there like I didn't yeah. feel I didn't fit in and I look back now and I just think you idiot because I used to train like a prop like Bradley used to train me like an athlete like I used yeah. to you know and um it's not till I look back now and then the other day I recently got put in a in the mum category so I got like this brand I was supposed to be working for did a campaign and I wasn't included in it and just out of out of politeness and just out of curiosity I, I emailed them and just said you know I would love some feedback as to why you know you didn't reach out this time you know we've been doing a lot of work together um just because I I'm I'm happy to receive constructive criticism because I want to be better and um they said oh well next time we do a mum campaign will it will involve you and I just thought it really pissed me off. Because I thought I'm sick of these categories. I'm sick of like you fit into this box and you fit into that box. One hundred percent. One hundred percent.
2: Yeah. And I think that's like um, you. Th- this is this. That's basically an example of saying you have to look a certain way to deliver them our message. And, yeah. And, and that's and yes. that, that sort of corporate construct we've lived with our whole lives. Mm. And, mm. and you know how, how how do we go about changing that? I don't know. I know
1: just be it by being ourselves and pushing that you know i found a study that suggested that that said that they found that uh, those who only follow fits, fitspo hashtag fitspo, um are more likely to feel bad about themselves over those that follow both fitspo and body positive influences yeah. And I found that really interesting. Like, because I actually follow both. I I will happily, happily follow fitness influencers that are much slimmer than me, less body fat percentage, fitter than me, whatever. They motivate me, inspire me on a you know, like you say, if I'm in the right frame of mind. Yeah. And like that's so that your point there is so interesting. But I also follow body positive, body confidence people who don't talk about fitness at all because I feel that I need that balance because I'm not either or. I'm very much Today I feel like working out, so I'm going to work out. Today I've got time to work out because my mum will have Macy. Therefore, I'm going to work
2: out. So, for me, that balance really works. What do you think about yeah, that? I, yeah, I am. Um, there was actually um, a, a study that uh, Nadia Craddock. Um, did on on this particular subject on on body image and I just to echo your uh, the statistics that you were sharing that the the more time someone spends on social media I believe the more likely they are to have a negative uh, body image and um, yeah I mean I, I think that's right I think I I think I I spent a lot of time coming into the fitness industry being quite angry, if I'm honest, or just not angry, that sounds a bit aggressive, but just a bit frustrated that all I saw was, you know, and we we joked about this a lot, you know, booty bands, fat loss, Mm. ab workouts, they're quite sort of like clickbaity things like mm. lose belly fat now is you know do this workout in seven days and that's that's mm. how I sort of entered the fitness industry and I kind of made a promise to myself that I'd, I'd never involve myself with anything um, uh, like, like that and I think we also have to take accountability for the messages that we that we follow. So you know, it wasn't enough for me to sit there and go, "I'm really frustrated with this." I thought, Do you know what? Well, I won't. I'll unfollow that. I don't have to listen to that message, and I can. Instead of being against it or being frustrated, let me try and lead with a different example. Let mm. me not hate on it. That's fine. You do you. If you're inspiring people, that is fantastic. Um, you know, it's not someone like the body coach, it may, it may surprise people to think I'm a huge fan. Huge. Because what he is doing, regardless of whether you think it's a commercial entity or not, is helping millions of people find a way that works for them. If it's not for you, move on. And this is why I think with social media, we should be accountable to procure the type of people that we follow. And that's not just mm. on Instagram, that's in real life. Mm. Have a look at your environment. Are you surrounding yourselves with people that talk about, you know, positivity, talk about ambition, talk about making a difference? Or are you talking mm. about the people or are you surrounding yourself with the people that are constantly talking about the bad things about their body and oh my God, mm. this and that. And don't get me wrong. I'm not perfect. I absolutely have those thoughts. But the more you can surround yourself with the positive thinking and the people that do. The start, less you'll have those thoughts. Exactly. And I think I'm very lucky because although I'm involved in, you know, this, the social media, fitness influence, whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm surrounded day to day in people that I work with, you know, for Instagram mm. is my life. It's I, I, tr- I work every day in, in a gym and I surround myself with people that have the same values as me, that don't mm. judge me for what I look like. Um, we talk about what our bodies can do. Mm. And I think that's, that's for me, has been my own personal evolution. I actually, um, mm. I, I, I speak quite openly about it, that when I came out of a quite a long relationship, we in sort of mid-twenties, I kind of lost myself. I gained a lot of weight, a lot of weight. And I felt very, very unhappy. And I really don't like the idea that losing weight makes you happy. It's bigger than that. It's about a respect mm. of your body and understanding what your body is and what it can do and all the amazing attributes that you have that look past the physical. Mm. And I'm ha- I'm, I genuinely can say, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of proud to say, it, I'm the happiest I've ever been
0: because, oh. I'm con-
2: because I'm content with where I am. And I describe it as a relief. I'm actually 13 kilos heavier today than my goal weight was.
0: 13 kilos yeah. is actually
2: quite a lot for a, a woman of three. Yeah. Imagine I was that weight. Imagine I thought that would make me happy. And that, that doesn't have, you know, changing your body may not have a positive impact on your body image. So I think mm. it's really important that we understand the things that will internally make us happy versus the external, the aesthetic that I guess social media shows us.
1: Yeah, I mean, I did a post about this. It's so funny that we talk, we got onto this subject. I did a post literally, I think it was yesterday, saying like, losing weight isn't going to stop the pandemic. Losing weight isn't going to make my flat cell any quicker. Yeah, you know, and for, for years, well, it's only just creeped back on me. Like I found I was really happy before I had Macy in my body, um. But at uni, I did exactly the same thing. When I was unhappy with what was happening around me, or you know, with the friends I was with or whatever, yeah. yeah. I, I would be like, right, well, maybe if I lose weight, I might be happier or I might attract new right. friends or I might find a more positive relationship or partner or more guys might fancy me, like yeah. all these things. And it's happening to me, it's happening to me a little bit again, because things aren't going right for me in terms of my flat's not selling. And obviously the pandemic has caused me to shite and, Yeah. um, and it's just so crazy how we think that we go back to our body. Like, it's, I just find it bizarre, but it it's something. I, it's something
2: that I need to sort of figure out in my head. And when and when you sort of, because you, you're very aware of it, right? And you, you've, you mm. you and I have both been through good phases, relatively bad phases of how we feel about ourselves. But we've always managed yeah. to work through it. Do you? Is yes. there something that you do that you go, Connie? you you're doing it again i'm very aware that this is just a thought is there anything that you do to try and make yourself kind of snap out of it um i just i
1: have a very good positive um little person in my head somewhere like it's like connie but it's not connie i have a very good positive voice in my head and sometimes the negative voice creeps in and it's usually triggered by someone else's comment or yeah. you know you know something said or even like even as innocent macy's so innocent but even if i shower in front of macy and she'll come and grab my belly even that could be a little bit of a trigger and i and i turned around to her and i went that's your bloody fault <laughs> 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 but like it might play up it might play on my mind for a little bit and then i think no it's not her fault like thank god that that you know if that's what it's taken for her to be born then that's what it's taken it's only yeah. a bit of fat like calm down so, luckily, I've got a very good positive um, voice in my head. But I think that's because I I disagree with this whole blame culture. I think there's a massive blame culture where people, I think, I don't like that everyone's blamed so much. Like, oh, it's because there's so many fitness influencers doing ab workouts on social media that there's so many eating disorders, like, increase of eating disorders. Like I, I'm not about that. I, I feel like everyone is responsible for their own. Yeah, feelings in a way that like if 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 seeing that many ab workouts or whatever it is on social media or whatever is affecting you that badly, then you need to come away from that. You need to take responsibility of the fact that it's making you feel that bad, and you need to unfollow those people and find new ones. And I know I, I, I that that might sound really patronizing. You know, I'm not a counselor. I'm not a therapist, but that works for me. I have unfollowed so many people. You wouldn't believe it. Like, I've unfollowed so many. Like, people that I might even check.
2: still... Does Connie Simmons, still follow me.
1: Oh, yeah, <laughs> don't you worry, um But, no, even, I, even my, if you don't want to unfollow that person because you might bump into them, I just mute all their posts.
2: Yeah.
1: So, like, there's someone that I really admired, and then I just found it all too much. Like, one bikini picture after the other, one, like, I'm. I'm loved. How much you love your body and how confident you feel in your body now you've lost weight, but it's it's now getting too much for me to watch. Like it almost was becoming self indulgent, and so I just muted them because I might bump into them at an event one day, and mm. I don't want to. You know, not that they probably would even notice I've unfollowed them, but, you know, it just removes that awkwardness. So I think there are things that you can do. And I just decide, right, Connie, you've got to take responsibility. You can't blame, you know, that person or that person yeah, because yeah. it's how you feel. If that's how you feel, then you need to do something about it.
2: It's quite, um, it also sort of brings a bit of a, a challenge of we're, we're t- women are told, you know, be this, be that, be, you know, thinner, be whatever. We've got so, so many sort of social constructs that we're trying to strive to be. Yet when a woman is outwardly celebrating her body, sometimes that can be seen as, well, they bloody love themselves. And, that, and that's, that's hard, isn't it? How, you know, how you don't know with a, a via a picture or an image, you know, the intentions or the motivations behind it. I think, I think so. makes you you think like you know people. Like I get lots of messages, and I get a lot of. Uh, I say this w- it, with w- in in uh, with good intent, right? I get a lot of unsolicited advice because people think they know me because I put so much stuff out there. You know, like a joke in this. Yeah, no, someone I'm, was saying, you know, please can you wear a cycle helmet? Um, you know the, the the thing that they commented on. It was with such good intent. They didn't give me the chance. And the next story, I go. I'm just about to put my cycle helmet on. So I think we're ju- yeah, we're, quite, yeah. we're quite in this sort of cancel culture, not cancel culture, but we're just so quick to judge, and it, we we yeah. judge based on our perception, our experiences, and it's hard to put ourselves in the in the mind of the person that's posted that photo.
1: Yeah, it has it it has opened the door to many opinions and sort of. It's given people the confidence to make all those comments and judgments, hasn't it? And it, you don't even have to be an influencer to receive that. There, There's people that receive these, these comments and judgments from other friends, you know, on social or, like I had one follower message me saying that she met her friends in the garden for the first time since lockdown, and one of them made a comment to her husband that she had put on too much weight in lockdown and that she was concerned for her health. Right. Okay. And, you know, you just think, yeah, so like she hasn't seen her friends for like three months and her friend felt it was right to, cons- you know, talk to her husband about her friends gaining weight. And what did it, what did the husband do out of interest? I don't actually know, but I think he obviously was against her comment and whatever yeah. and, you know, he did let his wife know that she made that comment maybe because he felt like she wasn't a true friend. But, yeah, you know, did. it's a lot, it's, yeah. it's a lot to take. And if, you, if you're if you getting comments like that from people around you and then you go on social media and people are like promoting their weight loss, I can see why it would have a negative effect on your own personal journey and body image.
2: Yeah, 100%. I think also through this lockdown period, you know, this has been so hard for so many people for whatever reason. And people are sat with their own thoughts more than ever. People are more inactive. People's step counts have gone down. Obviously, gyms closed. And, you know, people, people have, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if there were statistics that said that, you know, people's perception of their body image has reduced significantly.
1: You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry.
0: Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection.
2: for 20% off your first system.
1: I found it really hard in, in lockdown, and the thing that makes me feel good and confident in myself is exercise. Um, it always has been. Like, I, whenever when I've done a workout or if I'm consistently working out, I have so much confidence in my body image. Um, but some people, f- like... I feel guilty saying that sometimes because I follow those body positive people who are like, don't feel like you have to exercise, just move your body in any way you want, even if that's dancing around the kitchen while you're cooking dinner, like yeah. dancing around the kitchen cooking dinner not do it for me. So, you know, if an F45 class um, that make, pushes me out of my comfort zone is what makes me feel good, then I don't want to feel guilty about that.
2: Yeah, I wonder, so I think about this a lot as well, because you know sometimes the thought of going to the gym well, or quite often the thought of going to the gym or exercising if it's something that you're not you know you've had quite a journey connie and that you've probably found it a ch- big challenge going through it oh. and now you're like right I love this I know how to do this I feel at times more confident than others but the gym isn't too alien to you imagine if it was imagine if you felt such a way about your body that doing you know moving your body intensity just fills you with dread how you know how do you get someone from zero to you know doing it zero times to just starting and I think that's one of the things that I I feel quite conscious about is that I I feel okay in a gym environment because I'm used to it Mm. was there a time where I felt hugely insecure and, and, and and felt a way about my body yeah but I agree with you you know technically to to make to make change to improve your your physical fitness it is all relative to you so if the first time you're doing it is that you you know dancing around the kitchen that's brilliant yeah. that's activity that's movement and if you are happy and you are healthy and fit more power to you but you're right if that is not for you you shouldn't feel guilty about doing mm. something else and it shouldn't be yeah. seen as you know obsessive if you've got a healthy relationship with the frequency of of your exercise that's great so we should really look to ourselves to ask ourselves why we feel negative towards someone doing something different to us and we should actually celebrate and embrace the fact that actually they they seem to be very happy doing that
1: yeah and and if if you try something that you see online and it doesn't work for you but everyone else seems happy doing it don't worry either that that thing that works for you is out there still let's just keep trying yeah but but also but also Laura, going back to that whole discomfort in the gym like yeah, I'm comfortable in a gym environment because, you know, I've, like you said, I've had i I'm not a PT, but I've spent no, a lot of time. You You're qualified mm-hmm. PT? No, I did the course, but I was pregnant and I was oh, my breast. I, I you, didn't you, finish you know, it. You
2: know, your, you know your way around. You know your way oh, around. Oh, yeah. Gym.
1: Yeah, I've got enough experience. But when I first started, the very first time, I was not comfortable in the gym. I was not comfortable in my body. I had lost. Uh, any sense of fitness and like my love of sport had gone out the window and I was miserable but I I said some and I and I cried on the treadmill many times and that Mm -hmm. sounds yeah (laughs) and and, and that that sounds really like cruel like why would you do that to yourself but I'll be honest my attitude is tough fucking shit sorry I know I shouldn't really swear on it my mum's gonna (laughs) kill me but my attitude at that time was you have got yourself into a really shit situation You're really unhealthy. Your organs are surrounded by fat. My physical fat levels were so high that they came up in a blood test and the doctor was like, you need to do something about your health. Like I, I had to be tough on myself. I had to say tough. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. you are you you know, when you're running it, it, you can feel your belly up going up and down and you don't like it, but tough Connie, tough Mm -hmm. because this might be
2: making you miserable now, but how miserable are you going to be if you don't do this? Absolutely. And I I, I love that. And I can really, I think that's why I feel like we get on so well. And I, I love your attitude towards it. It's like, however you're feeling, whatever you're doing, if you've got up to do mm. it, you might as well give it your best while you're here. And I talk a lot about intention. Mm. I don't actually really care how much you, you know, weight you lift how fast you are whatever if you're turning up and you're trying your best and you are focusing on the task at hand because you have a goal to develop your health your fitness that could be your, your your capacity or your strength mm. there is relatively no reason why you wouldn't make progress mm. if you could, you know just showing up is one thing but showing up and giving it your best that's that's mm. where the, the the key is yeah and, um, for, for for me I talk quite a lot about People ask me a lot how, you know, tips for how to stay motivated. I wish you could buy motivation. You can't. Mm. I, I, I've, I have a lot of chats to myself that so say I'm tired of listening to my own bullshit of why I, you know, today's not going to be a great training day for me. Why does it have to be? I'm just going to go out there and I'm going to go as best as I can. Mm. And if I continue to do that, I will make progress. Mm. Not every day is going to feel amazing, but I'm going to yeah. try and get it done anyway. And that tough love is very important. And sometimes mm. people feel quite sensitive to that and you've got to be mm. ready. You've got to be in the right frame of mind because I always yeah. say, what you're not changing, you're choosing. Mm. If you want to make a difference, you need to make that decision yourself. And yes, as a fitness professional, it is my job to find the best way to take you on that journey, knowing that there might not be an end result. There might not be an end goal because it's it's, it's, a, it's a life's work. You know they're, mm. they're tight, is you know you, I always say this as well Usain Bolt doesn't sprint every day he has a, a, a progressive plan and he turns up and he does different things to get to where he wants to be yeah he may not ever get to that place that he thinks he wants to be but if we can focus on the day-to-day like you yes. said give yourself a bit of tough love you're here come on do your best and then that has that knock-on effect to the next session yeah feel good about yourself
1: yeah, that's it. This attitude, it's your attitude. Your attitude can change how you view your body. So, you know, like you were saying, just turn up, do your best that day, you know, and that consistency of doing that will see results, whether that's physical or actually just you feeling more positive about your body you might actually not physically change because you might still be eating the same or whatever but it's that it's that mental attitude and how you view yourself because you're doing your best but sitting on the sitting on the sofa reading body positive quotes might make it might make you feel better but I think for me I've got to
2: do yeah yeah, you know? that, I, I, I agree with you. I'm, I'm all about the action. It does feel really, really terrifying. But if you don't take that first step, you will never get there. Mm. And, and, I, and I think you, you've, you've got to be very brave to do that. And um, I just I also just think like, really own the goals that you have. Don't feel mm. like you need to turn up to lose weight.
1: Yes, I was just about to say that. Yeah, cool. Carry guess-
2: on. Well, no, I just like, when we are just thinking about lockdown, I actually, um, I don't weigh myself often because uh, for obvious reasons, I don't particularly enjoy it. But anyway, sometimes I do just to sort of know where I'm at. Because if you're you're just guessing, you know, you don't really know where you're at. So I weighed myself and um, I was really disappointed. And um, everyone was like, what's wrong? I was like, I've actually lost weight. And I was so proud of myself when I realized I was disappointed at losing weight. Because that's just (laughs) a different, a different hurdle. Oh, yeah, well, tell, you know, oh, I've never really heard a woman sort of be upset that she's lost weight. <laughs> well, I had because I was training at the start of this year, I was training so well. I, I really got myself in a good place with sort of work and life balance. I was training really well and and through lockdown, I, you know, for one reason or another, I didn't, I just lost muscle mass, my body composition changed and I was really mm. gutted because I'd worked so hard to do it. Mm. But I, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm very much paying attention to how I feel about myself and like you. I'm in the best headspace when I'm, you know, doing some, I'm investing in myself physically mm. because that mm. transfer over to your everyday life is yeah. massive. And when yeah. you do feel good about yourself, when you do scroll through Instagram or you have these conversations with people, you're in a better place to not take it so seriously. And, mm. you know, you don't, you, I might not, you might not look at a bikini photo and go, Whoa, bloody hell, she's full of herself because you're content with where you're at. Mm. So, I, th- I think, yeah, I think we should, th- like you said, it's that personal accountability of just focus yeah. on you. Don't worry about what everyone else is doing. And um, stop blaming others for how, for you feeling bad about
1: yourself. Instead, use that energy to do something about your mentality and your attitude towards yourself and, you know, the activity that you do and, you know, how
2: you live your life, the people you surround yourself with. 100% 100% and as soon as you start taking that accountability for your own actions watch your life change
0: mm. and
2: watch how people see you change and you know we've perhaps we've talked about it a lot is you know sometimes friendships evolve mm. and your social circles when you start doing something for you because mm. perhaps to those people that are still haven't you know got to the point where they're taking action you're a reflection of what they're not doing Mm. And sometimes those relationships can change and, and get a bit challenging. But yeah, I guess we, we've just we've just got to focus on doing the best by ourselves. Know that not every day is going to be perfect. We're going to still have these thoughts, you know, positive. You know, it doesn't just click one day and go right. I'm positive. Uh, you know, I'm happy. It, yeah, no it's, it's, a, it's a constant. It's a constant relationship of ups and downs. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that, and I love the
1: fact that you highlighted that. You know, don't don't go into fitness or with with weight loss as the only reason for fitness because it's not and I think that's a massive misconception and I also think you really highlighted well probably without realizing is is how important knowledge and education is like you weighed yourself you weighed less and you're disappointed but that's because you don't associate that with fat but you're you know with muscle and you know like do you know what I'm trying to say
2: yeah for you sure know, you go,
1: you go on a scale and you might you you might not lose weight you might not gain weight, you might stay the same, but you look different, but you still get upset because what you
2: weigh is so irrelevant. Yeah, and this is what I I was laugh, laughing to myself a lot about. You know, I'm very, very um pleased with the you know, the, the messaging with from the government around people being more active. It's very, very important. But um it sparked quite a big conversation around BMI and if you are not Yeah, I loved person, your post. Or, yeah, but I just thought it was one it was one of those things where you know you it was one of those things where you can't put yourself against a number that says, you know, normal. What's normal? There are mm. so many things that go into a number sort of underneath your body composition. Like for me, BMI is pretty useless because mm. I've got a high percentage of muscle mass. Now, possibly for the general population, which I guess is what BMI was made for, which by the way, BMI is a a very basic calculation of your height versus your weight. Yeah. It does not tell you, it is not a true or full indicator of your health. So I think it's, people need to understand what's below the number on the scale. There is uh, water, you know. The water retention being a woman is even worse because you know at different stages on us in our cycle we could be retaining um, you know water more so you know weighing yourself every day which by the way i used to do um many years ago when i didn't realize what was the di- why what were the contributing factors as to why i weighed a different amount every day because i couldn't understand it because i only ate half an egg yesterday so i can't, I can't understand it um, but yeah, you know our hormonal fluctuations and our genetics—we're all different. We all have, a, a, you know, a physical a different physical response to activity and movement. So BMI is useless to me. Um, but some, you know, knowledge and awareness of your health indicators may help you. I talk a lot about fitness trackers. I use I use one. Um, it's important that we, you know, we have an awareness of what we're doing. But not to the extent that we don't trust our own feelings first, you know sometimes people go, oh, i didn't, i didn't I did nine and a half thousand steps. I should have done ten. okay, don't worry, <laughs> that's great. That you're aware, but let's not beat ourselves up about five hundred steps if you want to march while you're brushing your teeth, okay then, but it's you know it's just trying to have a more of a holistic view and a feel of what does health feel like to me as much knowledge as I can arm myself with that doesn't you know border on the obsess
1: yeah no it's true I love that and it's so true I feel like I need to get my Fitbit back on actually I think it does help
2: yeah Just so keep- some people some people like to you know we talk a lot about uh, tr- you know tracking and fitness is is one if if fat loss is is your goal Fitness is a key element in that, absolutely, to sort of developing your your health, your cardiovascular uh, fitness, your strength. But nutrition and sleep and stress is mm. probably more important. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think we we look to the things that are a bit more cool and fun and sexy or that we can we can control better, which is right, I'm gonna go to the gym loads this week when actually you could go, you know, be exactly the same. You could focus on drinking more water. You could try to look to minimize your stress to give you better sleep quality, Um, sleep more, and just sort of look at, have more of awareness of your nutrition. And the way you will feel after dialing those things in will possibly far outweigh the short endorphin rush of smashing yourself up in the gym, you yeah, know, seven days a week, and I, and I think, and then that, being so
1: exhausted, you can't do it the next week. You lose the yeah. motivation. Yeah. to do
2: no, it if again. You, if, you, if you've ever done like a massive gym set, I'm I I leave starving. Like, yeah, I'm unexplainably starving <laughs> because your body's like whoa. <laughs> what just yeah. happened i think we need we need resources asap yeah. <laughs> so i think you know also from a fitness uh perspective people need to sort of um, be aware of the different intensities that they experience so like for you connie i remember you did a lot of high intensity interval training but you also mixed it up with you'd go for a really long walk yeah Um, because you really enjoyed it and that was good headspace. You you don't have to sweat your your tits off for it to be effective. That is one method. From a a professional perspective, I actually wouldn't recommend you go to, and when I say high intensity, I mean to sort of 90% of your max heart rate more than twice a week.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm le- I'm learning this, especially with with my body type and how hormonal I am. I'm such a I'm I'm a very I, I retain water. I don't have PCOS, but I I do get cysts on my ovaries. So you know all those things. I've realised that hit too much is not right for me. I have to do a mixture of strength, long walks, list training. Like I'm learning, mm-hmm. you know.
2: No, and but you're right. Like, I, I learned as well. I used to, I went through a stage where I really, you know, I kind of described fitness as my therapy, but it was, I overused it at some point. It was the answer to some problems that I wasn't uh, addressing. Mm. And I think people's relationship with fitness evolves once they realize, actually, I need to find a sustainable way of managing this. Mm. Yes, it's really enjoyable, but recovery is sort of yeah. the, the most important factor. I yeah. try and tell people that recovery is just as or if not more important than the big training days
1: yeah because especially if you want if you want this lifestyle if you want to change your lifestyle to make so, so that you can improve your body image and so you can prove your health you need to think about recovery you need to think about food you need to think about your sleep it's 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 a whole lifestyle it's not just about going to the gym and smashing out a hip workout or
2: yeah. even smashing out loads of weights, is it? You know, yeah, I think. Yeah, absolutely. But it depends on your goals. Yeah. It, it really does. And, um, you know, some people, I, I I remember sort of coming into the fitness industry, there was sort of this like, Ooh, like you either lift or you do cardio. It's like two camps. Yeah. I I was yeah. Like the, the lifting camp is like, Ooh, you're going for you're you know, you're on a treadmill. Oh my God, you're doing cardio. And, and actually, yeah. you, you find that it, lifting weights, by the way, is also cardio. Um, cardio yeah. is defined as anything that elevates your heart rate. So you will get yeah. a cardiovascular um, stimulus from lifting weights. But anyway, it has to be a, a mixture of whatever helps you reach your individual goals. So yeah. just because Susan uh, over the road is running 10K a day doesn't mean that you need to. That's yeah. for Susan. That might be for yeah. her head to base. Susan may also have very bad knees that at some point she may realize that she needs to do some strength <laughs> training uh, to sort of help and support the impact mm. that her body is going through. So, yeah, I think it, it, it's it's a journey, but also just have um, an open mind as to what may work for you. And if going for long walks works for you, that's fantastic. Do mm. that.
1: Mm. Yeah exactly that I think everyone needs to sort of to round it up I think the the message I think from this podcast what I got Laura you might agree or disagree is that it's more about focusing on yourself and what do you want from life and if you do you want to feel healthier do you want to move more you know will that help your body image or will just simply I'm following people on Instagram just improve your your body image or will you know maybe removing some friends that constantly talk about losing weight and send you the diet that they're doing are they the sort of people that maybe you need to sort of start distancing yourself from I think you know less less blaming and they're making me feel this they're making me feel that and more doing
2: yeah so that you can feel better in yourself yeah and just you know be brave know that being a beginner is okay and we all yeah there Every yeah. every master was once a beginner, and I think if we can somehow f- readjust our focus on oh, but what if someone thinks this about me, versus wow, I, this could actually make me feel better about myself. So if we can mm. silence the noise and know that the person that you thinks might be thinking that about you probably isn't because they're probably worrying what you're thinking about them and. You know, we get ourselves into this cycle of comparison. Comparison is, ha- is hard not to do. We do it every day. We're, we're, mm. we're showing all these different images and different ideals, and it is hard. But I agree with you, Connie, completely in that the only person that can make that change is us. We mm. can't stop these messages going out there. That That is what it is. But if we can take accountability for the messages that we receive and have more of awareness of, the motives or the intentions behind the message, like be a bit more critical, be a bit more of a critical viewer of what's going on and know that the person that's out there saying this ab workout worked for me, it, they may actually not be as happy, you know, as, as they, as yeah. okay. So just remember, and I I kind of say this, so I said this last night on my Instagram, Instagram is not real life. Focus yeah. on the real life interactions, focus on the good relationships that you have and question you know is am I putting myself in the right environment to succeed physically Mm. and mentally Mm. A body image is how we feel about ourselves and if we can practice these better thoughts and do better things for ourselves, you know you would hope that that would improve Mm. and that will transfer to to the rest of your life amazing I think
1: I think that's the perfect ending to the podcast (laughs) that was that was so I was like oh my god yes Laura keep talking to me like (laughs) It's like sitting in a um, what's it when you're sitting in a lecture? Um, these are the sort of lectures that they they need at
0: unis.
2: Ted, like a, a university TED talk. Yeah, I needed. Yeah. Good, I needed a very good talking to at university, by the way.
0: Yeah, I me was, too. Yeah, me was too. All
2: sorts of self-destructive without so, even realizing.
1: So the question I always ask, I asked you in the previous ones. Well, I'm going to ask you again. Um, yeah. what what would you have told? you know, younger Laura, um, in regards to body image, what would you have told, what would your advice to yourself, what it, would what it, what it have been?
2: Yeah, I think I, I spent a lot of years being uh, so aware of the opinions of others. And, you know, like I I feel like I'm quite an empath and I'm, I'm very sensitive, emotionally intelligent, and quite sensitive. You know, I'd think, oh God, I think that person looked at me a certain way. God, they must think I'm fat. They must think I shouldn't be mm. here. And if I could just sort of say to myself that, being a successful human being on this planet has so much more to do with who I am, the contribution I make in this world, the other attributes that don't focus on aesthetics is so much more important. You know, on my, on my gravestone, it's not going to say biceps, pull the bus, 18% (laughs) body fat, give a shit. You know, what was, was a loving daughter built, you know, good relationships, you know, forged a successful Mm. career that enabled her to see the world and, These are the kind of things that when you look back or if tomorrow was your last day, those are the things that you would value. So I would tell younger Laura, don't worry so much about the opinions of others and don't let what you think someone else is thinking about you stop you from doing what you want to do. Don't waste that time.
1: Amazing. I need to hear this today thanks Laura
2: yeah I I, I enjoy yep. hearing it for myself as well because honestly I, I would hate to think anyone think I had this shit all figured out I'm on the journey just as you are and you know all the listeners out yeah. there it's it's a, it's a constant journey some days it's a fight some days it's yeah. less so you're right yeah you're right and it's, it's good it is good listening
1: to yourself like gosh I need to take my own advice a bit more often you know yeah Amazing. Thank you so much, Laura. I loved having you on. You're a legend. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, and maybe even share with a friend if you think they could benefit from listening to Growing Up Female. I'll be back next Wednesday with another amazing female. See you then.